happy. Not to us, not to us. But should your name be the glory? Not to us, not to us. But should your name be the glory? Not to us, not to us. But should your name be the glory? Should your name be the glory? Should your name be the glory? There's been a 150% rise in the Chinese government's persecution of Christians in just one year. We don't carry arms. We will not carry arms. We don't teach carrying arms. But we can call on God. Our God is bigger than human ammunition. Hey everybody, welcome to The Fifth Seal, number 38. I am your host, The Evangelical Norm. This is a podcast where we go through every other week. We take a uh, country off the world watch list. We are up to number 38. We are doing a countdown, which is why as you look at the episode numbers of this podcast, it actually goes from high to low. We are counting down to number one uh, on the world watch list and then we take a couple of looks or look at a couple of stories usually one today i'm going to do two stories out of india um, just to highlight the persecution of our brothers and sisters around the world and to bring awareness and to raise uh, prayer warriors for our persecuted brothers and sisters just to get people coming together and praying for those who are persecuted around the world uh, because of their faith in Jesus Christ. So let's go ahead and jump right into it. The first story, uh, Christian evangelist is arrested in India. This is from International Christian Concern. A Christian evangelist was arrested in the Kerala state of India after visiting sick hospitalized patients. Police claim that he was forcing conversions. However, he denies all accusations and says that he only distributed Christian pamphlets to those who expressed interest. The evangelist, Boban Koshi, is a member of the Faith Family Church in India and felt called to minister to the hospitalized patients. He visits a variety of hospitals in the region and for up to six hours every day. On June 10th, he was traveling to Koitayam Medical College. A local political leader approached him during the course of several abusive words, accused Koshi of forcing conversions on uh, vulnerable hospitalized people. The leader wrongly insisted that Koshi needed permission to visit the hospital. Nevertheless, police arrived and arrested Koshi for distributing religious pamphlets. He was sent to Gandhi Nagar police station in Kotayam for questioning. Although he was subsequently released, the police continued to monitor and harass him. Since the re-election of all Hindu of Hindu Nationalist Party, the BJP, Indian Christians have been subjugated to increasing violence and discrimination. They are more openly prevented from engaging in Christian activities, even though they have the freedom to express their faith per the Constitution. And the other, again, it's just another story of arrests, uh, Indian Christians arrested for allegedly disturbing public peace. This happened on June 12th. This is also from International Christian Concern. A group of Christians were arrested by police on a train moving from the Indian city of Tam- Tamil Nadu to the inland town on June 12th, 2019. Although proselytizing is not illegal, other passengers on the train complained bitterly about the disturbance the Christians were causing by preaching the gospel. A video released online shows that Christians were not causing much disturbance and were only sharing their faith with passengers who wanted to listen. According to the passengers, a group of Christians were allegedly screaming about the security they found in Jesus and were insisting that... that converting to Christianity was the most appropriate thing to do. 
Passengers said the Christians were urging everyone to convert in a disturbing way. When the video of the Christians appeared online, the police received a lot of external pressure to charge the Christians, despite the fact that proselytizing is not illegal. Finally, they arrested them under the Railway Norms Law, which sanctions people who are nuisances or engage in obscene act acts, all of which the Christians did not do. When asked about the incident, the president of the Global Council of Christians, Sajent K. George, condemned the, quote, increase of tolerance of intolerance toward the Christian faith, unquote. He also added that, quote, the voice of the majority is getting louder and seeks to silence that of the tiny Christian community, unquote. So again, we're, we're always led to believe that, you know, we hear about Gandhi and the peaceful nature of the Hindus and so on, but they're as violent towards Christians. These are, these are kind of minor stories of just people being arrested for sharing their faith and for witnessing to people. But we've seen more and more stories showing up over the last year uh, of Christians who are being beaten in India, in different parts of India by uh, radical Hindus, um, imprisoned, uh, murdered for their faith in Jesus Christ. So let's continue to lift up our brothers and sisters uh, there in the different places of India as our persecution increases. And that brings us to our World Watch list. We are at number 38, uh, Qatar. Um, and great, my printout did not print out right. Okay, let me... Take a look. I know this has probably just caused the lighting to go way off, but we're going to have to read this off a computer screen instead of off of paper because it didn't print out right. So we are looking at Qatar. It's our facts about Qatar. Uh, the region is Middle East. Persecution type is Islamic oppression. Persecution level is very high. Population is about 2,695,000 of those about 10%, 220,000 of those are Christians. The main religion is Islam. Government is a monarchy and the leader is Sheikh Tamim bin Hamad al-Tani. I hate going up and down here. Okay, Sharia law rules life and community. This is just a profile of persecution. In Qatar, believers experience Christian persecution at all levels of the society bounded by conservative Islamic norms. The government, the local community, and even one's family can be dangerous for Christians, especially for converts from Islam to Christianity. Islam is seen as the only acceptable faith, and Sharia law prescribes a wide range of rules for personal, family, and community life. Evangelism is outlawed and can lead to a lengthy prison sentence. The state religion is conservative Wahhabi Islam. Non-Muslim religious groups, Christians, can only worship in private houses or a designated compound. Proselytizing is outlawed and can lead lead to sentences of up to 10 years imprisonment. Tribal norms and values mixed with Islam are forced upon Christians. This affects converts in particular. In addition, Qatar is an absolute monarchy. The government created a welfare state with many financial benefits for Qatari nationals. The government expects obedience in return and does not allow any opposition. Although expatriate Christians are relatively free to practice their belief, authorities monitor all activities. How Christians are suffering, there are two groups of Christians in Qatar that are strictly separated from each other. Expatriate communities consisting of Christian migrant workers are the biggest group. 
The government only allows them to worship in public at designated places outside the capital of Doha. Proselytizing Muslims is strictly forbidden and can lead to prosecution and banishment from the country. Many migrant workers have to live in poor and work in poor conditions. While their Christianity adds to their vulnerability, despite their living conditions, these Christian communities are growing. The other group consists of converts from Islam to Christianity. Converts from an indigenous and migrant background bear the brunt of persecution. Many indigenous Christians converted outside the country. They face pressure from both family members and the local community to recant their Christian faith. Converts from a migrant background face high pressure and are controlled by their social environment in the labor camps they live in. Even their employers can be a source of persecution. Both indigenous and migrant converts risk discrimination, harassment, police monitoring, and all sorts of intimidation by vigilante groups. Moreover, a change of faith, away from Islam, is not officially recognized and is likely to lead to legal problems in personal status and property matters. Despite this, there are hardly ever ever reports of Christians being killed, imprisoned, or harmed for their faith. Examples. In 2002, Qatar wants to host the FIFA World Cup. The country seems determined to make a good impression, to look like a modern, glamorous, successful country that is welcoming to anyone willing to spend money to have a good time. However, this cannot hide the other side of Qatar, an intolerant country from non-Muslims with a deep division between the extremely rich Qatari nationals and the hundreds of thousands of often exploited laborers, mostly from Asian countries. So some prayer points for Qatar. Pray with Christian migrant workers as God gives them opportunities to show the love of Christ to their employers who abuse them. Pray for Christian converts who feel they cannot share their faith with Muslim family members, that they would have wisdom and discernment. And pray that Qataris would be drawn by Christ to what, by whatever means God deems necessary. And I'm going to look and see if I've got those prayer points on a page so we will drop the internet and get a little bit more light so let's pray father thank you so much again for the medium that you've provided of the internet where we can gather together people from all over the world to see one place at one time um instances of your people being persecuted that we can all come together and lift them up in prayer um, from wherever it is that we are and whenever we are uh, watching these these videos and and seeing this information lord so we do lift up our brothers and sisters in india um, who are being arrested for sharing their faith lord we we pray that you would ease the 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 persecution from from the government that they would recognize that even in their constitution that these christians are allowed to do what they're doing and yet they're still being arrested and and being brought up on trumped up charges for different reasons to arrest them for their their sharing their their faith in you lord and so we pray that that those uh instances of persecution would become less and less that you would provide more freedom for christians in india to share their faith to uh proclaim the gospel so that the that through their words the holy spirit might convict the indian people of sin and draw them to yourself lord so we lift up those brothers and sisters right now who have been arrested we pray that the charges will be dropped and that they will be um that they will be exonerated and able to uh, go back to 
proclaiming the gospel that you've called them to proclaim. Lord, we lift up our brothers and sisters in Qatar. We we do pray with, with the migrant workers there that, that you would give them opportunities to show your love to the employers that abuse them, that they would continue to work for those abusive employers as though they are working for you, Lord, and that that would be a witness. And But God, that they, they would also have the, the willingness to, to boldly proclaim your gospel, that it wouldn't be just an action but it would be words partnered with that uh with those loving actions of continuing to work despite persecution we pray for those who have converted out of islam Um, we pray for protection for them from their families um and communities that uh that they would be protected and that they would still uh have a boldness to share the gospel the faith that that they have found with their family members and uh that they would have wisdom and discernment in, in when and how to do that. And we pray that all Qataris would be drawn to you by whatever means you use, whether that be through witnessing uh, strong faith in the in the midst of persecution or whether that be through a bold proclamation of the gospel, Lord. We pray that you would continue to draw all these people in, in Qatar to yourself, Lord. We pray that even even the sheik, uh, the the ruling monarchy would hear your gospel and that they would be drawn to you lord and that they would be uh convicted of their sin repent and put their faith in you we pray that that somehow the the sheik there in qatar would hear your gospel and would respond in repentance and faith and be saved and that in all these things lord as we pray at all times that you would be glorified and that you would be recognized as the god in who is in the heavens who does as he pleases and that you would be glorified in all these things and it's in jesus name that we pray amen Again, thanks guys for for taking the time to watch this. If you're watching on YouTube, hit the uh, subscribe button, uh, hit the notification button so you can get all the other stuff that we release on the the Evangelical Norm page. Um, If you're watching from the uh, Fifth Seal Facebook page, invite your friends. If you know somebody who's willing to just take a a few minutes every couple of weeks and a a daily uh, time out uh, during the month of November to pray for our brothers and sisters who are persecuted around the world, invite them to join the the Facebook group, The Fifth Seal, or invite them to uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel. And again, we'll continue to do this every other week until November when we'll do it every single day and we'll count down from 30 to number one, the the worst countries on the uh, world watch list, and we'll continue to, to lift up our brothers and sisters around the world who are persecuted simply because of their faith in Christ. So again, thank you for watching, and as always, preach the gospel at all times. Use words. They are necessary. And until next week, or for telling two weeks, <laughs> Soli Deo Gloria.